Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Believe it! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. 2024 marks the return of the legendary game known as Contra. What makes this extra special is that it's being developed by none other than WayForward Technologies. Known for developing such fan favorites as DuckTales Remastered, Shanti, and of course, River City Girls, and much, much more. Now, they are developing the next chapter in the cult classic series known as Contra Operation Galuga. With me today is Tom Hewlett, who will give me the insight on what's going on, or at least hopefully give me the insight on what's going on, in uh, details about the game and much more. Folks, please welcome Tom to Talk Time Live exclusive. Tom, how are you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing great today. Thanks. So before we get into details of Operation Galuga, I want to ask you about the road that led up to this. So you worked for Konami Digital Entertainment, working on Contra 4 and other known titles. But since then, you transitioned over to Way Forward, uh, now working on the new addition to this series. How did this all come about? Um, yeah, well, like you said, it all started back when I was at Konami, and um, we we were pitching Contra 4 internally. It was actually one of the first games I pitched uh, when I started there, uh, along with Simon Lai, who was the co-producer. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually I'd played Shantae and and previous Way Forward games, and the the head of production just came to me and was like, "Hey, do you know do you know this Way Forward company? They sent us some demos. Should we should we talk to them about this project?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, I don't know. Do I know Way Forward?" <laughs> and this was and this was 2006, so it's like, who else are you gonna pick to do a 2D sprite based contra game? So perfect for so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that worked out great. And I met all the way forward people and they're great to work with and it, it's just a great vibe and uh you know the type of game i wanted to make since i was a kid and so then um you know a couple years later uh way forward approached me and said hey we have a director spot opening up you know we, we, we liked working with you would you be interested and i was like yeah <laughs> so uh at the time simon lie actually came over from konami with me as, as my producer for a while um mm-hmm. and, uh, and i'm a director at way forward and then yeah. You know, since then, I've been doing various games. I did a game a couple years ago called Spider Soars, which is a yes, very, very similar familiar to, with that, very similar to Contra, you might say. It's beautiful. And, uh, I love the uh, the art direction <laughs> of that too. Yeah, it was it's it was a cool looking game. Uh, it was and that was my first like uh, original way forward branded product. So it's yeah. it's cool that it was Contra style, <laughs> but it was a you no know, its own unique game that I got to help shape. But yeah, then Konami. Um, was looking to um, do another true Contra game. Yeah. And they thought of a way forward and they approached us and said, Hey, would you guys pitch what you would do 
for a new 2D like like 2D gameplay. Yeah. But like what is it in 2024? What's Contra look like? And so um you know, I got to pitch that and they liked what we did and here we are. <laughs> so you unofficially became liaison. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Between the two. So as far as the story goes, what it, can you give us a quick synopsis on what the story of this game is going to be about? Yeah, so story-wise, um, it's kind of a reboot back from the start of the very beginning of the Contra series, which is uh, Bill and Lance are in the Contra unit. They're like yeah. the, the greatest soldiers on Earth. <laughs> and there's this weird disturbance on uh, Galuga Island, uh, or the Galuga Archipelago, but the main island, so Galuga yeah. Island. And um, there's this terrorist organization stationed there called Red Falcon, and they've been they've been uh, broadcasting out some threats. Mm-hmm. And uh, Contra unit did some some uh some scans of the area and they found some weird gravity waves which is unusual so they were like we got to get bill lance on this and you drop in and that's where you pick up pick up the game ah awesome very very 80s like which i always love you got to keep yep. it you got to keep it retro keep it real <laughs> <laughs> so way forward is also known for being the masters of retro games and knowing how they really know how to home in the nostalgia factor of of these games uh what can we expect from uh, from Contra Operation Galuga? Well, it's going to feel um, very authentic to the old Contra games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we, I mean, we did the same thing with Contra Four, but we really went back and like looked at the the original game, yeah. As well, you know, the the very first eight bit Contra and the arcade version, and then like the sixteen bit games, um, yeah. Alien Wars and Hardcore, oh, yeah. and like, what does a Contra jump feel like? You know, how do the weapons work? You know. Again, we did it once before. We did a similar exercise on spider sores, but it was like, let's get it all right. But right. then also, like, what does that mean in twenty twenty four? Like, how do right. how do we advance it without losing? There's these key elements; they have they have to be there. But yeah. how how can we advance it to the present day? Make it interesting for veterans, make it compelling for newcomers that mm-hmm. have maybe never played a run and gun, right? Um, and we're so it's kind of an advertisement of like. Well, hey, this game's 2D, but here's why you would like that. Like, here's why it's still right. cool, and here's why it's still relevant. Um, and then hopefully that all came together in a in an awesome game. But you know, we want uh, the Konami's big points were it has to be a true Contra game mm-hmm. for the veteran players, but it also it can't just be for them. It has to be compelling for newcomers. It has to right. be welcoming. Um. So that was on the top of our mind uh, when we were making all these decisions. It's like it's right. gotta it's gotta be great for both groups. Right, welcoming is a good word, and I'm gonna get back to that uh, in a few. But um, <laughs> will sure there be are. any? There will be the any, will there be any like new features added to the core gameplay? Yeah. So the key the key thing we have. Um, so so any any veteran gamers, here's where you want to pay attention because we're mm-hmm. figuring out the gameplay. And this is what was in our pitch. This is what I. <laughs> I'd kind of thought of it before they asked, honestly. It was like, what would I right. do in a new Contra game? And then I was fortunate enough they asked. Is we, it's called the overload system. Mm-hmm. So um, you pick up weapons, just like Contra. You got your spread shot, you got your homing, you got your flamethrower. Yeah. Um, and then like Contra 4, if you pick it up a second time, it stacks. It does a new thing or it's more powerful. So right. you want to hold on to it. You want to um, save your, your favorite weapon to power it up, and then you just use it and, and feel powerful. Right. But then on top of that, a new strategy is... You can overload any weapon in the game, which means like it detonates, but there's a cool effect. Like it's a sometimes it's a big oh. uh, screen kill, yeah. And you wipe all the enemies out. Sometimes it's like slow motion, like all the enemies slow down, and then you can 
zoom around. So each gun has a, provides a different each feature, much like it does. Feature. So now you've got a new strategy. Now, wow. if you're in trouble, even though you have your favorite weapon, you might get rid of that weapon because it might be the difference between dying, or yeah. you might save your second slot for like just for this purpose. Like I right. got my favorite weapon, yeah. and then I gotta have my overload ready when I need it. So it just adds a really cool strategic complexity, um, and it lets the player improvise, which I think is a big contra element. Um, right. It, it does. The contra it, experience. It does, it does sound like it provides that type of a new strategy, a new element, yep. if you will. Like yeah. it's an EMP for aliens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But but you know it gives you freedom to use it. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just like in Contra Three on the Super Nintendo, you got your smart bombs, but everyone just saves those for the boss. And then yes. just goes through. Here's here's my nine smart bombs. Do 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 do. Which <laughs> it feels good to do, but it's not strategic or interesting. So right. I really wanted to get something a little a little more strategic. Awesome. Now, with that said, there was something <laughs> that was like both near and dear and annoying to me back in the old NES days, and I'm wondering if this is going to come back. And that was crossfire. Yep. <laughs> Will we have the ability to put crossfire to take out your own player? By mistake, <laughs> and gain their lives. You you can't you can't shoot your buddy. Bullets right. will go right through him because there's a lot of bullets. Right. Um, but if you if you are dead, you can steal his life. So okay. you know you, you know if you're <laughs> if you like got if you go the vertical stages and you're right and oh and you can <laughs> you can scroll him off a vertical stage, but instead of killing you, it'll just damage you. So it's a little okay. bit. You got a little more. It's, there's more fairness. It, yeah, or if, or if you're the older brother, you got a little more time before you get punched in the arm. Right. Because I think everybody who's played the NES versions has went through this with their family members or friends. And if you say something stupid during the process of your team up and your co-op, you're risking your chance to lose a life in yep. that stage. It's both fun and annoying at the same time, but it's le- it's just legendary. Yep. So we kept That's one of the biggest fun. memories yeah, we made it a little less annoying. <laughs> Fair enough. So, with your directing, um, what was the most important factor to uh, to man- to making sure the story, character stages, and action maintain the consistency uh, that will maintain players' enjoyment throughout the game? Um, that's a good one. Um, it's really making sure. That there's a ramp up of the, how do we? I get like like the difficulty has to ramp up, right? It's got to get yeah. harder the further you go. Obviously, that's how games are built. But mm-hmm. also that we're kind of teaching the player. So yeah. if you master a boss, you're not just mastering that boss. You like you're like picking up on a on the language of the game, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I see that. Like you can use a weapon this way, mm-hmm. and then the next boss might, if you do that, he might attack you. So you're like, okay, I can't rely on that. Right. I got to up my game a little bit, but I want to because the game isn't like just pounding me down. Like, right. Um, I think get, like from soft games have reached this point, like Elden Ring is the reason everyone jumped on from games because it, it like it hits you hard up front. Right. But you, you can learn like, Oh wait, if I do this. Okay. And then that's why you had people beating Elden Ring and then going on playing Sekiro or Bloodborne or Dark right. Souls. Cause they felt like, Oh, I get it now. Yeah. And so that's what I, what I was really trying to provide. Yeah, directing Contra is like, I got to hit that sweet spot so that it's a true Contra game. You're going to beat yeah. it and feel like I did it. I beat a real Contra game. 
but <laughs> we got to get you to that point. I, I want everyone to beat it and then to set it to hard and keep playing it and go like, okay, now that I beat it once, I'm going to like master it or whatever like that. Right. I really want people to get there just because I think it's good for the, the running gun genre. There's not a lot of them left and right. we need people to get it like, oh, I see like this is cool and fun and I want more of these. Right. And again, that's where I, this is the time where I'm going to bring back to where welcoming and you mentioned Elden Rings and other Dark Souls games like that. You know, I've been having this discussion on my show and other shows um, for quite some time regarding how games should be played. Um, I often say that, you know, gamers should, you know, have the option of how they want to play the game. Like we've had some developers like Bandai Namco and other, you know, I've, I have a library of games that just beats me down with Timberland boots on and just stomp me to the ground. And I've never been able to like, there is a story in here, isn't it? <laughs> like, but no, you can't get to it. Cause it's just, you got to challenge yourself and without trying to throw the, the proverbial controller into the screen. And, but you have people who like force people to take, you know, to have this dif uh, difficulty level, but there are other companies that will, allow you to have your fun with it the way that you want to, whether you want to join a story or you just want to, you know, or, and eventually you'll want to level up to challenge yourself because you're enjoying it that much. Where do you stand on that philosophy and situation? Um, I, I, like if people compare Contra 4 to this game, I think they'll see kind of my development there because Contra 4, um, you couldn't beat the game on easy. It would stop yeah. at stage six, stage six. I think it was six, six or seven. It mm -hmm. would stop and it would be like, hey, play normal and you can see the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. And that was purely my decision. Like people mm -hmm. disagreed with me and I pushed it through. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's people that never beat Contra 4. <laughs> uh, and they were frustrated by it. Even like I had friends that were like, hey man, I'm really sorry. This game's too hard. I got to, right. I got to trade it in. Um, <laughs> and so I, especially a, a series like Contra, yeah, it's got to be hard. That's the reputation. And there's people that are good at it that they, mm -hmm. They're gonna be bummed out if it's easy, um, but like I said, like the like I think Elden Ring was a, a turning point for From Games because with Sekiro there was a lot of discussion: is this too hard? Is it does that make it not accessible? And there was a big discourse about it. Yeah. With Elden Ring, they added a ton of one the size of it. You could go off and if you got do stuck over you here, want, pretty much, yeah. there was a million things for you to do. <laughs> right. Right. But, but they added stuff like the sum, like the, I forget what they're called, but the summoning, like it's still in the spirit of the game. You could always summon human players to help. Yeah. Now you can summon uh, your mimic guy or these other things, spirit mm -hmm. ashes. There you go. Right, um, right. So it's still in the spirit of it. You don't have to use it. You could brag that you beat the game without it. And then people are like, oh, this guy's real. He did it without it. But <laughs> it's there. The game doesn't penalize you for using it. Yeah. It's just there. So if you're stuck for whatever reason, mm -hmm. you can summon them. There's strategy to it. You can mm -hmm. equip a guy, make a mimic, and then re-equip your guy. So now you've got two totally different strategies going. Like, like it, it fits in what FromSoft games are. Yeah. But it makes it easier and more accessible. More welcoming and, is, your, is our word today. So with, with that said, is this going to have co-op? Uh, no, it's going to have local co-op, but is it going to have online co-op as well? Um, it has local co-op. And the game does get more challenging the more players there are, oh, but not to a wow. degree that it's now harder. Like it's always right. going to be easier with a with a buddy or up to up to three buddies, so four players. Yeah. Um, 
but then looking at the the welcomingness and the difficulty of it, mm-hmm. um, we do have features that there's things you can equip that make yeah. it a little bit easier. There's mm-hmm. different modes you can set. You can set it to have a life bar. You can set it to not have a life bar and just okay. be one hit kills. So, and that's all going to show up when you beat the game. So if you're doing your screenshot, here's my results, Twitter. Like, look at <laughs> I beat this game. People can yeah. tell like how hardcore. Like, oh, this guy did it. He didn't yeah. get hit once. He was playing on that mode. He didn't. He didn't do this stuff. Whatever. Or they'll see it and you're like, yeah, but I beat it or I beat it this quick right, or right. whatever. So we wanted to welcome all players. Everyone can beat the game on their own terms and then hopefully keep playing and then show off like, Oh, I beat it on this harder mode now because I got better and I wanted to. This is bringing back the old school challenge. Yes. Who gets the highest score, who gets the reaches, you know, you want to bring back. And I respect that. And I do respect (laughs) that because we have, we just, you know, saw, uh, saw, what was it? Uh, Little, uh, big, little big Scotty who just beat Tetris. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know, kind of brought that old feeling back, you know, (laughs) And it, he, I don't think he did a Billy Mitchell, so we don't have to worry about that. For a second, but <laughs> it, it brought back that 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 feeling of yeah, um, you know, keep reaching, keep keep playing, keep reaching for the top. You know, exactly. I, I respect that. <laughs> exactly. So there is also this new ideology that's going around on uh, social media within the gaming community right now, where some gamers feel that the best game, the best game experience, consists of the highest resolution or frame rate possible. Uh, but WayForward and Nintendo, to their respect, especially, have proven that, you know, retro games, and I will give credit to a lot of other indie, you know, game developers as well that are out here that are doing retro gaming uh, development, have proven that it doesn't consist of 4K graphics or 60 frames per second, just, you know, to be fun. And it, it doesn't mean that it can't be enjoyable. Um, and some of them are even arguably more enjoyable than some AAA games today. Well, where do you, where's your view on this? Where's your perspective on this? Well. The core is the gameplay. Like it's got to be fun. Yeah. Like like just, like at space level, just moving around in conscious case, shooting, aiming. That's got to be fun. Yeah. And then you want to build a compelling game with really cool boss fights. Like it's all gameplay. And then yeah. And then of course you want to make it look pretty, as pretty as possible. Right. Which is you know with Contra we we pushed the team. We've done some cool stuff that I think people might be surprised coming from way forward. But we wanted to like <laughs> really show off for Contra because it's, it's this high octane series, right? Yeah. But if the gameplay isn't solid, none of that really matters. That was like, my no point. No one's going to want to keep, no one's going to want to see all the prettiness if it's that, like, that, that was my total point. And I think, um, you know, the younger, the younger generation or demos, if you will, I don't want to, you know, I'm aging <laughs> myself, but it is what it is. I'm a grown folk gamer. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, it's like, we grew up, look, I grew up, my first game was Pong. That's the Paleolithic era of gaming. Okay, so like you can't tell me anything i went through the whole entire art history of of video games to this point and i've realized that like i could go back to super mario brothers which is like to me the egyptian era of video gaming and still enjoy (laughs) that game still enjoy everything about that game and then still go to god of war and all these other games and still enjoy that you know it's just like you said it all comes down to the core gameplay of it so like kids please (laughs) i I used to joke when the kid comes up and says, "Hey, Dad, can I have the new Zelda?" You hand him an NES cart, and you go, "When you get there, yeah, you can you can have it when you get there." <laughs> there you go exactly. So, as far as Contra goes, um, is this just a one-off, possibly, or is there any possible planning of this being an ongoing series? 
Um, well, that's up to Konami and and everyone who buys the game. So, yeah. but uh, but I think like again, with Konami really wanted to start over from the beginning to get the storyline. Um, well, the Contra storyline was a little bit muddled because the different yeah. territories had different stories, right? Yeah. So one, they wanted to go. We got to we got to establish what the storyline is. It's this, yeah. and we're starting back at the beginning. But I think that gives us room if it's popular and people like it. Then yeah, we can we can keep building, yeah. move on into the future of Contra and uh, see where that gets us. So everyone buy the game, and then I'll be talking to you again soon in the future. I hope. <laughs> hey, I look forward to it. Um, in your opinion, from your experience. What is the best or most exciting thing to look forward to in this game? The most exciting thing to look forward to? Mm, the bosses. We worked really hard on the bosses. <laughs> they got to be scary and cool and right. difficult and like cool spectacles for the, for the graphics and stuff. So, right. yeah, look forward to some ra- crazy boss fights. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tom. I got one more question for you, and it's just a simple one, but I just want to give uh, you a big thank you, and thank you to WayForward to making this happen. As always, I love these guys. These You guys have been really great to me on this show, and uh, I'm always excited for the next game to come out by <laughs> WayForward. So um, all there is to ask, I know it's coming out this year, but can you give a hint on me, when we may be able to get our hands on it? Uh, thanks so much. Um Let's see. What can I say? Um, <laughs> soon, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know soon. I hope. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Q two, Q one, Q two. Um, it's it's early twenty twenty four. So it'll. I mean, we're in twenty twenty four now. Raging. So it'll be sooner than not. Good. I'll. I'll. We'll settle for that. <laughs> but nonetheless, we're looking forward to it, and uh, I, I can't wait. And uh, if. This is going to be on every console pretty much, right? Yeah, it's on Switch, uh, both PlayStations, uh, Xbox Series, and uh, Steam. Steam, of course. So, Tom, thank you so very much right now. Just want to give you the opportunity to plug your outlets and way forward and whatever projects you got coming up next. It's all, the floor is yours. Yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter and Blue Sky is uh, at Hypnocrit. Um, you can follow the Contra stuff on Twitter at Contra Soldier. Or the way forward channel, they'll both post any any upcoming news like your release date when it's available, mm-hmm. and um, I don't I just that's my main game. So yeah, any other way forward stuff that looks good, everyone buy it or pre-order it. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom, so much. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I look forward to playing this game, reviewing this game, and uh, you know, continuing the path of way forward from there. Thanks so much, folks. I hope you enjoyed this very special episode of talk time live exclusive that'll do it for us on behalf of myself and tom hewlett all i gotta say is learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live we are out of here take care and keep it retro
This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit vfisad.com and let us bring your vision to reality. 